Hi there and welcome to episode 3 of Let's Talk All Things LGBTQ+. I'm your host, Annie McKinnon. I am your authentic coach. I'm a therapist, speaker, writer and podcaster. And today I'm welcoming onto the show G. Scott Graham. Scott is an author, career and business coach. Welcome to the show, Scott. Hi, Annie. It is great to be here. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks, everyone. I'm really excited to have you on, Scott. So let me ask you the first question that I ask all my guests, and that is, if I could give you a superpower right now, what would you want that to be and why? Right now, if I could have a superpower, Annie, I'm camping out and it is raining and I wish it would <laughs> stop. So I would have I would have a superpower to control the weather. And I, as, as I understand it, it is really hot where you're at, isn't it? Oh, wow. We'll reach 100 degrees today. So everyone is pretty melting. I mean, I know you guys are used to hot weather, but here in the UK, not so much. So it's almost as if the planet's getting warmer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we know that's fake. In America, so, uh, we know that's fake. <laughs> yeah, well, today it's, it's pretty hot. So superpower is that you want sunshine so whereabouts in the world are you right now scott i am camping out with my dogs in new york state um in a place called the thousand islands area which is mainly because there's all these little islands on the saint lawrence river and so it's really nice other than it's drizzling right now but i have a camper and i have a awning that comes out so it's relatively dry for me Sounds like the perfect place to be and that you've got everything that you need there, Scott. And we'll send over some of our sunshine to you. How does that oh, sound? Thank you. Thank you. I'll send over some of the cool weather. Please do. Okay, so let's let's jump in. Scott, what would you say is missing from the conversation in the LGBTQ plus world at the moment? I think the, the biggest conversation, it's been floating out there for a while, in my opinion. There's a piece, in, and I don't know how it is in, the, in Europe, in the UK, but here in America, there's a strong piece of, of almost lockstep, you need to follow our agenda, our perspective, our view, our stereotype about what it means to be, and I'm going to talk only from the perspective of a gay man, because I think this is, you know, it's kind of arrogant to be talking from the perspective of lesbians or transgender. Or, so I'm only going to talk from the perspective of a gay man. And sure. um, there is a piece of kind of lockstep rigidness that once you come out, if you're truly a gay man, then this is what it means to be a gay man. And this is how you should act. And this is how you should vote. And this is what you should believe. And by God, if you believe anything on anything under other than that, other than our sacred holy grail of catechism that the gay community pumps out, you've got internalized homophobia. You need therapy. So what it does is it creates this myopic, we're supposed to be so accepting. We say we're so accepting, right? But there's a piece that's not just not so for our uk listeners and for listeners i guess around the world scott can you paint a picture of what that looks like for you right now because i'm guessing you're talking about the political climate in the states at the moment that is a big part of it that is that i i use that to illustrate because that makes it clearer but you know to, i'll i'll give you an example so same 
I talk about this in my book that I put out, Androphile Pride, that you know, th- there's this guy who comes out of the closet. This is a hypothetical situation. Mm. And he just wants to suck cock. That's mm. it. Mm. He's a gay man. He just wa- that's what he wants, mm. right? That's how he sees himself. That's the only difference in his entire life from everybody else. And suddenly he comes out and he looks at like he's got a <clears throat> let's assume that this guy's got a gay coworker who's quite quite gay and very effeminate gets back from the gay pride parade big rainbow flags and calls everybody honey and calls everybody sweetie and is quite flamboyant in the stereotypical way and he's got a problem with that he's like that's not who i am i just want to have sex with guys and i'm a guy and that's it and that's the only difference and the second he brings that piece up someone's like you know what you're you've got some internalized homophobia to work on because you have an issue with effeminate gay men or you have an if issue with this, or a gay man comes out and says, you know what, I'm pro-life. There's a big one for you. And suddenly, you know, all the lesbians are doing backflips, screaming and saying, you know, you're not, you you don't support the gay agenda and all this other stuff. And, and he's thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I just want to have sex with guys. And now you're telling me that if I've got a problem with a guy floating down the hall and prancing around, then I say, knock that off, that suddenly I'm homophobic. And if, and if I'm not supporting transgender bathrooms or transgender athletes, then I, I'm homophobic and I've got, I need therapy and I'm not, follow, I'm not supporting my gay brothers and sisters. And if I'm pro-life, oh my God. Right. There's so many divisive pieces right now from gay, you know, transgendered athletes to women's rights that are floating around the gay community. It's it just gets lobbed on. And the gay community is very unforgiving about differences, even though we say we are so freaking unforgiving about differences. We'll accept you if you're if you say you're, you know, that that LGBTQIA, it's just getting longer and longer and longer for all the people we supposedly accept. But if you have a different agenda than us, a different belief or push against any of those numbers, if you say, wait a minute, I'm a lesbian and these transgender, this guy is now competing in the swimming race and it's a guy and that's not right. Suddenly, whoa, you're, you know, you're, you're a screwed up lesbian. So do you think this is more about, I mean, I've been thinking about that myself and, you know, all the media about trans swimming athletes, etc. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think this is more about being human beings than it is about being LGBTQ plus. And the reason I ask that is that, you know, there's judgment and rejection everywhere. And there also seems to be discrimination within the community itself. Boy, you hit it. You hit it right on the head, Annie. Well said, because it really is a human rights issue. I, as a gay man, have as much in common with a transgendered man or woman mm-hmm. than a straight as a straight man does. Yeah. Just because I want to have sex with a guy doesn't mean that I'm I'm somehow related. And actually, in in many ways, that's as as our community broadens and broadens and broadens and broadens to every single freaking person on the planet. Right? It's like, well, wait a minute. Who I'm having sex with has nothing to do with this stuff. And you're you're right. This is a human rights issue, right? This is much as much about Black Lives Matter as it is anything else. 
And when it gets slapped down as a gay issue, suddenly the crazies are saying, oh, yeah, this is just another thing that they're going to – next thing they're going to talk about is men that want to have sex with sheep. That's the extension, or right? They go to the extremes and say, yes, this is what's going to happen when we're going to have somebody having sex with little boys in locker rooms. It's going to those extremes. Just think, is that just human beings as all? Do we – you know, we have that prejudice against, you know, whatever it is we want to have that prejudice against, but it, it seems to be breaking down within the community, as you say, the acronym LGBTQ+, is growing and growing, and I'll put my hand up, I've got still a lot of learning to do about that growth in the acronym, I don't know at all, so yeah, it's a bit of an education. You know, you know, Annie, when I first came out of the closet, mm. I was in college, and I was a part of the gay and lesbian coalition. It used to be gay co- when like a couple of years before I joined, it was the gay coalition, and that and and there was down the hall the women's center, spelled with a Y because they didn't want to have the word M-E-N in their name, you know, these radical college students. And that's where all the lesbians went. Lesbians went to the women's center, and the gay men went to the gay coalition, and we switched to the gay and lesbian coalition while I was in college, and this was in the 80s. And and we held, that, you know, one of the first gay pride events in Tampa, Florida. It was, you know, a gay and lesbian pride event that we pushed it out as. And, you know, there was only two letters. Towards the end, somebody came and they said, well, I'm bi. So it became the lesbian, gay, lesbian, bisexual coalition. Yeah. And, the, and it's continued to grow. In my time back in the day, growing up in Scotland, I hadn't even heard the term gay or lesbian never mind anything else you know so yeah it's definitely growing i'm not an expert on each of those letters i'm i'm still learning and the real question is why do you have to become an expert on each of those who yeah. said you have to be an expert yeah. on each of those letters and you should be able to say annie with all the support mm. of the community i don't think this letter should be on here they shouldn't be like get out right? Go yeah. someplace else. But I think what I'm hearing from you, Scott, is there's definitely something in there about being our authentic selves and not being judged for that, regardless of what we think or say. Would I be right in saying that? Oh my gosh, you hit it on the head again, Annie. That is it. It's like you come out of the closet to be your authentic self, Yeah. right? That's a step forward to be toward your authentic self, where you say, this is who I am. I am what I am, like the song goes. Come to the gay community, and the gay community says, well, yes, no, 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 this is who you are. You better do this, or you better do that, and you better believe this. Another extreme piece that, that I use as an example here is, uh, I don't know if you get it in the UK, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, we get RuPaul here. It is, to me, RuPaul is like Song of the South. You know, there's a Disney movie called Song of the South that had all this, like, racist stuff that you can't see anymore. And here is this person who is a huge stereotype giving people all this wrong impression. I would predict that 20 years from now, people are going to have a warning like they have on some of these 
movies that are out now that say, you know what, this person is a stereotype and is not representative of the gay community. It's a caricature. Freaking Aunt Jemima, right? We don't have Aunt Jemima maple syrup here in the and it was never real maple syrup in the United States. But you know, you know, Mrs. Butterworths and all these other things that are out there that were very racist oriented removed, right? Yet we put up this, you know, this temple to RuPaul. He was on a talk show. This was like six months ago I was watching. I'm a big comic book fan. And and he was on some talk show and somebody asked him something about one of the Marvel movies. I don't know what it was. It's like, do you like Captain America or who do you think would win if it was a fight between Captain America and Spider-Man or something like that? And he said in the most flamboyant way, oh honey, I don't know anything about that stuff. I'm gay. I was so pissed when I saw that. What did that say to you when he said that? What it said to me when he said that was that every single person watching that is going to assume that is who I am. Yeah. That that is, and that is not authentically who I am by a long shot. And that's the piece that really, I guess that, you you know, this is a good conversation. That's the piece that really irks me. The, the judgmentalness of the gay community and the fact that there are people in the straight community that see these stereotypes, that see these things and say, that's who you are, because that is not who I am. Similar to, you know, when I go back to my day and you were talking about bisexual, you know, if you were in a lesbian bar and, you know, someone comes in that's bi and... And all of a sudden, they're ostracized as being too greedy, or and right. it's like get off the fence. Definitely, boy, that is that is definitely that's that's a really good point. That you know, there's no there was there was no room back in the day that you're talking about for those people to be their authentic self. It, it's still, as we're talking about, it's still here in this day, 2022. We still have those judgments and prejudices around. I wonder, and I work with people in in my coaching business and counselling, with that very thing, it always seems to be the thing, being your authentic self and not being able to be that way. You know, whether that's about, you know, in the community, sort of hooking up with friends that are, are not really friends, it's all superficial, but it's part of that thing about belonging to something, so that are any of us able to be our authentic selves, and that's a big question. Boy, you know, I, I, it, I think it's hard to be your authentic self. I think it's really hard to be your authentic self, because we are told from the day we are born, at least now, who we need to be, yeah. what we need to wear, right? Yeah. You know, what everything and, and it's all designed to make a penny, yeah. not to sound like a socialist, but, you know, it's all designed to make a penny, uh, whether it's to sell you the new truck, to sell you the, the new shoes, any of those pieces. It's like express your identity because this is who you are. And it's wrapped up in this piece of expressing who you are. But there's this subtle thing that says, you know, you need to buy these things and do these things and then that will bring happiness and you'll know your true self. It's yeah. a lot to sort out. There is a lot to sort out. And do you feel that shows like RuPaul's Drag Race and etc. are in a way selling? I mean, I guess you've kind of said that, haven't you? Selling to other people, yeah. this is this is what being gay is all about. So so I'm trying to, to hold out 
a different perspective. If there is, you know, a, a gay man, a lesbian, it doesn't matter who you are. If there's a person on the planet who is out there that's saying, you know what, I'm not sure I, who I am. It's in your best interest. I would say it's in our best interest, not your, just your best interest. Mm -hmm. It's in our best interest to help you figure out who you think you are, not who the gay community says you need to be, not who the lesbian community says you need to be, not who the Democrats, the Republicans, not who Scott says you have to be, not who Annie says you have to be, but who you figure out who you have to be. Yeah, absolutely. And a, and a lot of work is done, isn't it, about unlearning those beliefs that have been put on us. I mean, I know I certainly went through that journey, taking away and breaking down the beliefs that were put on me and unlearning all those and starting from scratch and having to think, well, do I believe that? Is that what I'm into? You know, in that process of finally finding out what I'm about. And that's, yeah, that's a big piece of work, isn't it, for the community? Yeah. So you're, you're a coach and a therapist. I'll put yeah. you on the spot. We'll, okay. We can compare notes. Okay. What, would you, what do you do as when someone comes to you and says, Annie, and, and they're talking and you're like, this person, doesn't real, this person do, is not living their authentic self and they've got a lot of mixed messages. If, what, type of, what work do you do with somebody to help them uncover the stuff that might be bullshit in their life? Well, I guess I take them back to the beginning. We talk uh -huh. about what it is they truly value, what it is they believe in, but then sometimes I'll ask them to think about who's saying that because I can feel, even on a Zoom call, I can feel that belief is not yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah? And so, so listeners, listeners, this is here's a suggestion based on what Annie just said. I'm just going to extrapolate yep. from what you said to a little to a little worksheet. They can do the Annie method. I like take that. A, take, take 15 minutes and write down everything you believe about yourself. Now, this probably is not going to be exhaustive, right, because it's only 15 minutes. And, and write everything down on one side of the, one sheet of paper on one side in one column. And then make two more columns and put one is this is what I believe. This is what others believe. And go down and check those columns and just see how much of you is you and how much of you is coming from somebody or something or someplace or some community outside of you. That's a great start, Annie. Yep, abs absolutely. It's a great start. And it, it is a journey, it is a process that takes time. But when you know, I take people through that journey and they come out the other side and think, thinking, heck, I'm a totally different person to what I thought I was. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's, this is the point, you know, uh, yeah. relearning who you are. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. But great exercise. And if I could stay, take what you said one step further, Annie, they're really mm -hmm. not coming out a totally different person yeah. they were that person when they, they started working with you yeah. right yeah they yeah, just didn't know it. it yeah they, didn't they, know they it. just yeah. didn't know about it. it's about finding it right because yeah. so many people wander around and gosh it's such it's it's really sad when i see somebody that that goes through their entire life and hasn't figured that out yeah what a crappy way to end up you're like 90 and you're yeah. like, oh, I should have done this. I wish I could have done that. Damn, I, guy, you're just full of regret and remorse. 
Yeah, and as they right? say, we get that's to what happens when life. you don't live your authentic self. Yep, absolutely. And they say when we reach the end, you know, the last thing we're thinking about is work. It's about those wishes. I wish I'd done that. I wish I had said that. I wish I'd just been me. And yeah, that's that's my passion. That's my purpose. And I love that, the animated. <laughs> I shall keep that right. on the side. I like that. I know. Um, now, I, now I feel like you're. this is my podcast interview. I'm asking you all these questions. Yeah, yeah, I was like just, I was, yeah you have been cheeky, haven't you? So I'm taking this back. <laughs> I'm taking this back, Scott. Yeah. Welcome to the Scott Graham show. <laughs> just press pause, shall I, or stop? Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. I love the chat. So, yeah, going back to RuPaul and that selling of what is a gay man, what has that, how has that transpired in your life? You know, you talk about frustration, you talk about being angry on on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, you know, I I, I would say I, I'm not angry. I think the, the manifestation for me has come, you know, I live in rural America. For mm. people that, that are listening to this, it's like, and even though I live in Vermont, which is a very – Vermont's practically Canadian yeah. in terms of its viewpoint. Even though I live in Vermont, it's still rural America with a lot of bigotry and stereotypes and, and hate, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was most clear you know, in – the two in the in the early 2000s when Vermont became a place that allowed civil unions, right? They wouldn't even call it marriage, and what such a waste of money to support bigotry because, and this is what I mean when I say listeners about a waste of money because the state of Vermont paid all this money to change all the forms from taxes to think about all the forms where you check where you're single yeah. and married. They spent all of this money to change all the forms to add civil union. And then after it became gay marriage, they spent all the money to change all the forms back because because they couldn't say the word marriage because it was a bunch of, you know, fags and dykes that were going to, you know, overrun the country. So we're not going to do that because if you do that, then there's going to be pedophiles and people having sex with Mm. sheep and all that other baloney. And so so the, the, the manifestation in in rural areas that there's a lot of bigotry that people see and think that I am. And I, I think it's that's going back to, you know, my question about is that you think something ingrained in us just as being a human being, not being gay or lesbian or bi or straight, just as being part of the human race? Well, the Russians hate the Ukraine, and I can tell you as an American, I don't see any difference between the Russians and the U- Ukrainians. <laughs> Even yeah. sure what the term is, right? You see, you see these sects that that are fighting because you know one person goes into enters the door of the church from the left side, and the other person enters the door of the church from the right side, and that's it. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. look at all the religious wars that I mean, from yeah. it's craziness goes on of of people that are pushing other people to lockstep into their view or in and their world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it would be it would be and maybe I'm just realistic that everyone if they could just step back a bit and think, 
you know, this is my world. This is the map of my world, you know. I'm going to try and understand yours. I'm going to try and understand your world. But in reality, that very rarely happens, does it? No. No. You said in America, there's there there are gay people that are at, are huge fans of Donald Trump. Yeah. And and you know, some of these gay people who are in the forefront and in the spotlight get accused of just, you know, being opportunists. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they're, they're you know, there it's like a black person being in, 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 you know, a fan of Donald Trump. That person's going to get the spotlight sh shown on them because he is so anti-black in yeah. so many ways and he's so anti you know gay in so many ways yet you know so when these people stand up and say oh yeah i support trump he wants to put them on the stage the media wants to put them on the stage and so they get all this notoriety yeah so some of them get accused of that right being opportunist sure. you don't really believe this you just say it so that you can get on cnn mm. um okay. but i think that there are some people that you know really think that way yeah, and they and they should be able to be accepted for that view. It's just another viewpoint. Absolutely, absolutely. And it would be it would be just so great if we, we don't have to sh we don't have to shame them. No, no. Uh, but but it goes on in a daily basis. I think around the world. I don't think it's limited to the states or the UK. I think it goes on around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how how are how how are, is it the same in the UK if you do not follow the gay lesbian bisexual transgendered queer questioning introspective I don't know extrovert I don't know what the word again <laughs> perspective <laughs> if you don't if you don't subscribe to that are you kind of looked down upon in the UK Absolutely. by the gay and lesbian community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's divisions and and talks going on at the moment that, you know, about the non-binary and, and those additions to the LGBTQ plus acronym. Uh, and there's division within the community here just as much as it is in America. It would just be nice to walk out the door and just be me, Annie. Not having all those these labels forced forced upon me or forced upon anyone really. Yeah, that is exactly it. You just said, I just want to be me, Annie. Yeah. I just yeah. want to. I just want to be me, Scott. Right. Yeah. Most days, you know, I'm I'm striving to be my authentic self. Don't try harder than I do at that. Just to be my authentic self, because regardless of what anyone else thinks or says I think part of that is having having the courage and that resilience to come through that and just yeah be Annie yeah but yeah. so many people struggle with that for for different reasons and you know that the reason around belonging to something that people feel they need to step into that as you say description or label in order to be accepted because you know, there, there may be that time that they've already been rejected by, say, their family or friends uh, for coming out in the first place, that they feel that they need to join and, and be the same as everyone else.
Yeah, I, that, and that's and that and and the people that seize upon that vulnerability are predators. Yeah. Whether you're a gay leader or a lesbian leader or you're you're a, a company that's manufacturing Crocs. Crocs are these little little shoes that you yeah. can wear, these little rubber shoes. Do you know they have gay pride Crocs? Yes, I heard recently that one of the uh, singers had came on stage with the Crocs that were all glitzy and sparkly, and they've taken off as fashionable again. They're not just garden shoes now. Right, right, right. Do you do you know they have in the United States? I don't know if they have it in your in in the UK. In the United States, we have gay pride vodka. Gay pride vodka. Gay, gay pride. Like, what the fuck does vodka have to do with being gay? But yeah. you know, it has nothing to do. It, these have Crocs, vodka, beer. In 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 the United States, they were this year. This year, they came out with. Gay pride marijuana or gay pride gummies, because the marijuana industry was has was was using using Gay Pride Month to market their wares, which I think is an abomination. And I'll tell you exactly why. We are in the community that is more susceptible to drug abuse. Yep. A, addiction, most any other community because of all the shit that is piled on top of us. And then we come in the gay community and we are told we are marketed gay pride vodka, gay pride. I mean, take my Google gay pride vodka. You will see a rainbow colored bottle of absolute. You'd be, you'll be shocked. And we're marketed marijuana when we're, it's like going to, to skid row crack line and, you know, trying to sell cocaine or something to somebody. Right, it's just no. I haven't. I haven't seen that in the UK. But you, I think you just hit on it when you said marketing. Yeah, when I first Gay Pride event, we couldn't even get uh, approval for anything more than just a small little gathering. And the second one was bigger, but it was really hard to just mobile. This was in the late '80s. Yeah. uh, To mobilize that stuff, and now. You see every even the bigots put out gay pride flags because they think that I mean you just you just can't tell they're they're hateful bigoted people flying gay pride flags because that's what you do during June. It's appalling. This conversation just keeps bringing back to me that it's about the minds of human beings because I I can't even begin to understand how someone could think that and I'm not even going to try. But my mind doesn't work that way. But there are people out there that it does, you know, yeah. where, where culture, where personality and the core of who we are or may not be, uh, if we're following, we're a person that follows the crowd or if we're going to stand on our own two feet and and disagree with things, I guess. Yeah, it's, you know, not only is there you know, this focus of, I don't know how it is over in the UK or with the lesbian community, but not only is this focused on consumables like vodka, but there's this view of, this is how you have to look. Yeah. This is the kind of body you have to have. Not a shred of that, not this, not that, a tan, I mean, I don't know what it is. It goes on and on. There is this view of, you know, this is what you have to do. And people spend all this time trying to create this body. 
I love that, that you um, brought that, that up, and and that might be healthy. Really love that because right, we look at the community and the um, the amount of suicides that happen regularly because of that pressure yeah. of who they think they need to be and because they just can't be themselves. It's huge, absolutely huge. It's, it's huge, right? Mm. Yeah. So so you you know I feel feel lots of compassion for gay men and lesbians then that are coming out these days because it, I only had to deal with the straight people who were just assholes and bickering and snickering and and all that's that's all I really had I had to deal with the Catholic Church yeah. which is a big enough thing to deal with right but uh-huh. now you still have to deal with the Catholic Church and all this other nonsense. You're marketed all this stuff about now that you're out, you better have a body like this. You better look like this. You better buy this underwear because really good gay men. And this is what gay men do on vacation. And all gay men need to be sluts and and screw the world because if you believe in monogamy, then you're buying into the heterosexual Blah, 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 blah. Better just have sex with as many people as you can. And someone says, well, no, I'm monogamous, and I think that's a better way to be, and they get slammed six ways through Tuesday. Yeah, it happens in the community and and out with the community that all these rules, you know, and lists, as you say, are, are coming at us from all angles, saying this is who you need to be to be accepted. And if you're not, then you'll be ostracized and ignored. Right, right. Or you'll be if you're not if you, and if you're not ostracized, then you won't be living up to your full potential as a gay man who wears this underwear and works out with this stuff and goes to these vacations and drinks this vodka. And we you better... wonder why so many people in the community need support and appropriate guidance. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I knew people in the past who said, you know, you're right about being in a relationship and feeling odd because every other gay man there, as you say, having sex with everybody. Yeah, people are meant to be polyamorous, right? Sure. Not true. There really are a lot of differences yeah. that are out there. And, you know, and for those of you who are listening, you know, you know, Annie had said or said just a few minutes ago that, you know, lots of people come to her for guidance and a lot of people come to me for guidance, too. And and I want you to know that if you're listening out there, you come to somebody like Annie and myself for guidance. We're not going to give you guidance. Annie and I are going to help you uncover the guidance system you already have in place but it's all murky and foggy and dark and and hard to see because of all this other bullshit going on yeah. in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I always say that everyone knows what's best for them, but as you say, they're clouded so much by other people's strong beliefs that they just don't know where to turn, where to go, what to do. And I guess that's why there are so there's so much mental health and suicides that happen within the community. I can understand totally why. Yeah, it's we're, we are desperate to figure out who we are. Yeah. And when we run up, the, run into this wall that, that conflicts mm-hmm. with who we are, 
you know, so and run up into so many walls that conflict with who we are, we turn to escape, which is drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And then the ultimate, which you just said, is suicide. Yeah, and it's, right? it's the ultimate so, escape. so sad. So, so sad. So, Scott, if, if there was one thing you want to leave our listeners so with today... So, let's we get depressed. Cause Sorry? I just want to leave listeners with this piece, because this, this feels a little depressing to me, sad to me, as we're getting to this piece to talk yeah. about oh, it's this thing, you know, suicide and this. And so my message to folks is be strong. Find an ally that supports you for who you are, not the way you they want you to be. And find yourself and don't give up. Don't listen to all these other people's bullshit. I love that. I love that, Scott. And I think that's a wrap. So I'd just like to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your views and and your journey. And thank the listeners for listening. And episode four will be out next Monday. Thank you so much.